Hello friends and welcome to Building Soul Empire, the show where I take you along in real time as I build a seven-figure empire impact. Um, I want to talk about failure today, which is a really difficult topic. And to be completely frank, this is the third time that I record this episode, not because I feel like the other ones weren't good, but there's something inside of me that wants to come out and that didn't, and I still don't know what that is. Um, I mean, I feel like I'm biased because I'm living life from my own perspective. But to me, the thing that has tried my character the most is entrepreneurship, right? Because at every other point in my life, I feel like I was following a script for what is perfection, what is perfect, what is good, what is acceptable, what is loved. Um, what is expected and that gave me the opportunity not to face myself right because if I'm in a relationship I follow the relationship script and if I'm, if I'm in a job I follow the job script um, you know and when I'm with my family I follow the family script and so somehow I was like one layer removed from living even though I had attained um, external success but there was an internal sense of being divorced from my being or my life or the moment and then when I started entrepreneurship and I you know a lot of people are like you have to have made a certain amount of money to call yourself an entrepreneur I don't want to go into that although you know those people may be right but whatever like working on starting birthing an empire um, I feel like that's the first time I actually had to see myself and face A, who I am, B, who I want to become, and C, like, how do I bridge those things, right? And in, in the first episode, um, I talked about this feeling of emptiness that I had in my job and all this other stuff. Um, and it wasn't, un it wasn't until I let go of all of these scripts that I kind of saw the mess that I'm dealing with, right? And I think like the thing that arose to the surface for me, which is, is really hard to talk about, um, is that in a sense, like if you're following the scripts, it's not necessary to have a strong character, right? Because you're not forging anything you're following and so what happened in my case is that I had you know thank God I had excellent academic abilities and so I was able to get through school without doing much and then that kind of set me up for having a good job and doing doing those things but my character and my sense of self was weakened by a distance between a feeling of being alive and what I was actually doing and what I was actually doing was following these scripts and it felt divorced from this feeling of being alive and I feel like character forging happens in being alive because you're working from the inside out um, and the quote-unquote real world didn't give me an opportunity to work on my character 
and actually didn't even give me the chance to see my character because I was so busy following scripts. You know, this is what a good girlfriend does. This is what a good daughter does. This is what a good ex does. This is what a good Y does. Um, okay, now I feel like I'm getting to the real stuff. This is why I'm re-recording this. Um, and so I never got a chance to see who I am. And then when all the noise went out, right? Like I, I essentially got fired from my last job because I started, you know, I started coaching at my nine to five and they were like, okay, you're, you're really not serious about this job. Um, anyway, so I lost that job and there's this void and that void actually started while I still had the job. That void started when I decided that I wanted to start something new and start something that's my own. That's when I really had to, had to make peace. Um, make peace is a big word because it doesn't happen overnight. But that's when I had to come to terms with my character. Like, who, who, who am I to start something new? Like, can the person... Would the person that I want to become in one year hire the me that's me now? And the question, the answer is no. No, she wouldn't. And so who do I need to become in order to have the impact that I want to have? And instinctively, I knew that working on my morning routine was going to be like the most important piece for me. And I knew instinctively that for me, waking up at 5 a.m. was going to be the most important piece for me. And, you know, in the coaching community that I think can be a bit overly emotional, people were like, why are you being so harsh on yourself and do what works for your body and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. But I feel like until you hold something, you can't let it go. Right. Like until you're holding something, you can't let it go. Otherwise, it's floating around you. And so for me, I feel like I had to hold the discipline of waking up at 5 a.m. every single fucking day so that I can let it go. And something in my gut drove me towards that. And this is kind of where I want to talk about failure and the pervasiveness of failure in in entrepreneurship you know, without sounding dramatic, I feel like entrepreneurship is learning how to fail gracefully until you start to succeed. And I can already hear people being like, why are you talking in black and whites like failure or success, failure or success, failure or success? The truth is that from an elevated state of consciousness, those tools are just tools. They're not the truth, right? It's not either failure or success, but they are, they are indicators that tell you whether you're on the right path or not. So you're using, you're using binary terms to, to help describe and consciously guide a non-binary experience. And so I really don't have a problem with using, using terms like that, especially when you're at the beginning of your journey and to be real building discipline at the beginning of the journey is fucking foundational so if you if you're not getting up at 5 a.m that's a failure right when and if you are that's a success there's a difference in there's a difference in in how you approach those things right so i've realized like one thing that works really well for me a is to habit stack and i'll talk about that in a second and i think that comes from the book atomic habits but i haven't read it and um, 
<clears throat> so that that's not like a super accurate uh, reference, but from what I've heard, I, I think that notion comes from that book. So one is habit stacking, and two is is focusing on wins. So let's start with habit stacking. When I when I the person you are today is not the person that got you to where you are today is not the person that's going to get you to where you want to go. And, you know, I feel like <clears throat> sex and death are really powerful forces and especially death here. We're like, how many times can you die and recreate yourself to sustain the growth that you want to see in your, in your impact? Um, <clears throat> And as part of doing that, like, what are the things that you repeatedly do to become the person that you want to be? And in terms of habit stacking, like what I realized for me is to focus on one thing that I can do consistently, no matter how small it is. So for me, like fitness being my cornerstone, that started with training three times a week. The person who has a huge ego inside of me was like, just three times? Like you should be working out six minimum. It's like, no, shut up. We're starting with three. That's what we're starting with. Like, be humble. Start with three. And so, okay, I started the first week, and the only goal was to work out three times that week. And then the next week was to um, work out three times a week and then wake up at seven. And then it was to work out three times, wake up at seven, and do the morning routine. And then it was to wake up three times, wake up at five, and do the morning routine. So there's, there's an evolution there. One of the things that worked for me, for all those folks who are like, don't use binary terms, is to celebrate all the mini wins along the way. All, 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 all the wins. Um, <clears throat> when I decided that I wanted to wake up at five, it took me one year, one year, of setting my alarm clock every single day at 5 a.m. and I couldn't do it for a year straight. And I, there are days where I felt like I can't do, like how can I not do this thing that's so simple and I've been trying for so long and it was very tempting to put on the identity of a failure. Like I, you know, I'm just a failure because I can't do this. And I can't explain to you the process really, but there was a perseverance in me that was saying, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then for three months straight, I just got coached on waking up at 5 a.m. That's all I did for three months. What do you want to talk about? Waking up at 5 a.m. What do you want to talk about? Waking up at 5 a.m. What do you want to talk about? Waking up at 5 a.m. What do you want to talk about? Waking up at 5 a.m. And every single time we would talk about it, I knew that it wasn't the physical process of waking up at 5 a.m. that was difficult. It was the emotional and the psychological process. Because I would sleep at 8. Sometimes I would get in bed at 7 p.m. so that I would have literally no excuse to not get up at 5, right? Like I was trying to get in bed as early as possible so that when the alarm clock goes off, I would naturally get up and I would get up and what would happen is that my gremlins or my saboteurs would come up and be like, you're not that person. Like, who do you think you are to get up at five and have a productive life and start a company and do like, that's not you go back to bed. You know, like you're the person who's fat. You're the person who was bullied. Uh, you don't deserve any of this. Just look for a job. Like all, all this pr pretty... Not that looking for a job is bad, but it was coming from a place of like, you can't do what you're setting out to do, so just go back to bed. Like, why, why would you want to face failure? 
And so I knew that the reason I wasn't getting up wasn't a phys physiological reason, it was a psychological reason. And like that, that was a lot of inner work and it was like inner child healing and blah, blah, blah healing and blah, blah, blah healing. And I, I you know, I've also, I've also gotten to a point where like, uh, maybe it's a privilege of being where I am now, but somehow I feel like healing that is not applied is not healing because i was in a in a yogic on a yogic journey for like six years where i spent all my time in a yoga studio and i spent all my time meditating any ses any second i have i was chanting and i hate to say this and for those of you who are in the yoga culture like it's really it it's beautiful and i'm very happy that you have found that home and i just want to underline that i'm sharing my experience here and that this doesn't have to be anybody else's experience but for me what i found is like having that level of spirituality it wasn't it it kind of took me away from the real world rather than married me to the real world and somehow fundamentally that doesn't sit properly with me because i'm like we are we are spirits on earth who have work to do and if i'm meditating in a cave i'm not doing my work right so like how do you how do you balance a spiritual connection with having applied spirituality and actually at this point i wouldn't even say like a balance like how do you have applied spirituality how do you have spirituality that flows through your work that flows through your clients that flows through your fucking like business structure how how do you have that that's what i want um and so i had been part of this like yoga culture for a really long time and that didn't really take me anywhere um, I mean, it did, but it didn't take me where I wanted to go because I wanted to feel like deeply connected to my environment and to my work and to everything that I was doing. Um, yeah, so that 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 helped build discipline in a sense, but it didn't take me to where I wanted to go. And so when I when I was I don't know, I don't really know how we got here. So I'm going to just jump back to like the 5 a.m. routine. Um, and it'll probably tie back in. But so, you know, I was doing this 5 a.m. thing. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about healing and how healing. Um, OK, this 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 is the heart of it, right? Like, I feel like a lot of the scripts and we come back to scripts here. I'm really glad that I didn't just like pause and freak out and, and stop recording because this, this is cool stuff. So I feel like a lot of the scripts that we have around healing is that healing is this thing that happens over like a long period of time. Oh, and it, 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 this, is, this feels kind of like weird to say, but I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true, right? Because that, if you, if you like think of Eckhart Tolle's way of thinking, right? Like he says that, when you're out of time, you're in psychological time, or you're in your stories, you're in your narratives, and that's where suffering exists, right? Whereas when you're in the moment and you're fully attached to what's happening, you may have pain, but there's no suffering because you're, you're fully connected to the moment. And so we were talking about these like healing narratives and, and how those things apply to business. And so I've, I've come to a point where like, I don't really believe in a healing narrative. Um, that's, that's this thing that's like super prolonged over time because I feel like it ends up taking you away from the real world. And I actually kind of feel like it's a money-making industry, you know, like come on a, come on a child healing 
uh, journey. Okay, cool. Like that's really important. And I, I really don't mean to sound harsh. I think like the, the, ha- the heart of the question here is how do you have spirituality that's applied? How do you have spirituality that, that applies to the work that you're doing immediately? Um, and I think what I have found in this process of building character is that this is the most applied spirituality I've come in contact with, right? Where I don't have this like life that's fabricated that I'm living during the day and then healing in the morning and then healing at night, right? So it's not like healing is no longer is a form of escapism. I feel when you're like facing your character. I feel like this is a bit of a, of a, of a difficult notion. So I'll, I'll, I'll repeat it one more time, right? Um, since starting this company or work, working on my own company, I feel like this is the first time that I'm really grappling with my character and who I am. And as a result of that, I am quote unquote failing repeatedly because I'm working with something that most of my life I haven't worked with. And the healing narrative, I think, applies to this, right? where there's a healing narrative that's the same as a job narrative, that's the same as a relationship narrative, that actually divorces you from your sense of being rather than connects you to your sense of being. And when you're working on your character and when you're working on forging your morning routine and when you're working on forging your discipline, those narratives disappear and relationships become applied and healing become applied and business becomes applied and all these things become applied because you're working from a sense of being and so i think to close and i'm really glad that i re-recorded this because i knew there was something that wanted to come out and i didn't know what it was and i i think here it is right like yes yes entrepreneurship is a journey in failure. It's a journey in learning how to fail gracefully again and again and again and again and again until you succeed, knowing that you're using these binary terms to help guide and form a non-binary experience. And when you do that, when you come into the realm of pain, because there is a lot of pain of all the things that we haven't faced because we've been living all these scripts all our lives we haven't faced ourselves and there's a lot of pain there and when we're finally facing that pain we're finally facing our characters we're finally building the foundation of our lives and we come in contact with being and so if the price of failure is beingness and applied character and applied spirituality and applied business growth then that's what i want and I'm happy to continue failing because the project that I'm working on is a life is a is a is a foundation for for lifelong success. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Wow, that was intense. Oh, need to take a small stretch. <laughs> So let me know what you guys think and what this stirred up in you. Make sure to connect with me on Instagram, at Laranina Sheb, just my name, and sending you guys a lot of love.